Hello, beautiful being, and welcome back to another Expand podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk about something kind of a little bit off kilter, maybe something that's triggering, depending on what your experiences are. Something that I just, I don't usually talk about, but that's what these podcasts are really good for. So last night I was going to bed and I had this kind of realization, I guess, not maybe not realization, but just thought, let's just call it a thought so that there's no weight behind it. I had this thought that people who experience varying degrees or levels of psychosis are actually not I guess, quote unquote, going crazy, they're actually tapping into the real deal. Now, if you could imagine a spider web, but instead of imagining just kind of a a two-dimensional web that we can all kind of picture in our minds, the circular, connected, spiral type of thing, I want you to imagine three trees coming up out of the ground And I want you to imagine a spider web that is intermingled between all three of these trees. It's not a 2D form. It's not a traditional spiral spider web. It is a fourth dimensional. It is an interconnected type of web full of triangles and sacred geometry and entanglement. It's actually kind of what the web of our neural network looks like. It's the web of our brain. But surprisingly, the web of our brain also mirrors and looks very eerily similar to the web of the internet, believe it or not. Now, I was just kind of thinking the other day, we are connected to every living thing, but also every element and aspect of our reality is connected to the thoughts and the focus and the projection that we have. Therefore, every candle, crystal, every text message, every conversation, every accident that you have is actually not an accident. It is a very specific, very intelligently planned out situation, dynamic, coincidence, whatever you want to call it. Now, like, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm definitely not a psychologist. I have zero experience. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't say that, okay? I have gone through what you could call psychosis or even schizophrenia in past lifetimes to the point where it was a very real, very deep fear of mine. And I still think that I harbor maybe a little bit of that fear of losing my mind a little bit too much. I really love the fear that I have of this because it definitely keeps me grounded. Anytime I'm feeling ungrounded, anytime I'm feeling separated from my body, I will definitely use grounding techniques, whether it be a crystal or an essential oil or walking barefoot on the grass or uh, meditating or visualization or what have you. 
Okay, so here are my thoughts. Like, I just want to just mention that this is just me thinking away. This is not, (laughs) this is like speculation, okay, at its prime. But I I wanted to talk this out because I think it's really fascinating. When an individual is going through psychosis, the number one thing, and, and, and we can, we can see this psychologically with drugs as well, especially with things like uh, meth, crack cocaine, like the hardcore drugs. All right. They can lead, definitely lead people into psychosis or aspects of psychosis. One of the main symptoms we could say is paranoia. And we'll get to that. But I really want to talk about synchronicities. Now, one aspect of psychosis, especially the beginning stages of psychosis, and maybe not in everyone, like I said, I'm not, I'm not really educated in this. I've just observed clients or friends or other people going through this, watch documentaries. But one major aspect is seeing the interconnected web of everything seeing a reason for everything always all the time to the point where they get so ungrounded in, I guess we could say what their human body needs that they are just caught up in the interconnected web. So for example, right, you're like walking down the street and you see a coin on the ground. And maybe you think to yourself, because you are spiritual and in tune, oh, wow, like that's that's really cool, that dime there. I've heard once that dimes represent passed away loved ones reaching out to connect with you. That's really cool. And then you walk by and you, you leave it, all right? Someone who is maybe not as grounded or losing their grip a little bit could say, wow, that dime was placed there by beings from the other side, uh, you know, for my realization in this present moment so that I could connect to the ones that have passed. And you decide to sit down beside that coin, put your hands over it and channel your grandfather who recently passed away, right? Or what have you, whatever it may be. Same thing with numerology. We can take a look at seeing 1111 and think the same thing. Now, everything, every little thing, the candle that I see in front of me is placed an inch away from the edge of the table. Someone who is going through aspects of psychosis or maybe losing their mind, losing their grips on reality a little bit, could look at that candle and say, wow, that candle is placed an inch away from the edge because the candle represents me and I'm about to fall over, but you know, at least I have my safety of that one inch or what have you. Now, the realization or the kind of thought that crossed my mind last night is people who are going through these aspects are completely aligned with what the truth is. I truly believe that every little seemingly insignificant aspect of our reality is divinely aligned to us. Typically us, say, for example, being in the spiritual community, we can take a look and observe and be aware of the loudest aspects of this reality and, and finally listen. Wow, I've seen 1111 three times today. What does that mean to me? Right? Or, oh, that's really weird. I never see a fox. Like, what does the fox represent? And so people who are not as grounded 
are only ever observing the interconnectedness instead of feeding themselves, <laughs> instead of taking a shower, right? Those kind of things. Now we can spiral, all of us can, no matter what, you know, <laughs> drugs or not drugs you're on, or no matter what your mental health is, but we all have the capacity to spiral into that level of interconnectedness. And a lot of us feel that level, that in-depth, crazy, specific, minute, divine level of interconnectedness when we are meditating, when maybe you are driving uh, and you're listening to that song and you're getting this reaction in your body. So we all have that capability. Now, I want to mention that when an individual human being gets to this level of interconnectedness, Maybe that is through a spiritual experience, a spiritual awakening. Maybe that's through drugs or medication. Maybe that's through, you know, some sort of freak incident, okay? And so I'm kind of talking about the more, I don't know, psychological levels of psychosis, even though I don't really know much about it. But when you get into those beginning stages, you begin to spiral, because you're connecting to all of the smallest aspects and interconnected connections of this reality without being able to step back and take a look at the bigger picture. It's really good to zoom in, but simultaneously, it's really good to step back. If we're always stepping back, it's not good. If we're always zoomed in, it's not good. Kind of like as a starseed having control issues to say, oh, there's dirty dishes in the sink and like I'm only focused on that, right? I mean, that's one kind of level of it. And then there's the other level of like this dirty dish, it was placed here for a reason so that I could learn a lesson and you spiral that way, right? So there's kind of all these different levels of a how tuned in you are or how tuned out you are. Now, what I tend to find uh, talking about kind of losing your grips on, on reality a little bit, I find this really fascinating. When we get to this place where we're seeing everything as this interconnected wavelength, we start to spiral. We start to lose our grip on, you know, I don't even want to say what is real because <laughs> that's a huge, the biggest part of about a, an, an awakening is realizing that, oh my God, this is all not real. Uh, which is beautiful and scary all at the same time. So when we do this and we begin to spiral and we begin to connect all the dots together and we get a little bit crazed within connecting all of the dots together, there is an opening to be taken advantage of. This is what I've witnessed in a lot of clients who have gone through psychosis or even levels of schizophrenia. Many, many, many of my really good friends throughout my entire life have experienced psychosis. I think part of that is because it can be a huge step in someone's awakening. It's like bursting open your third eye altogether. And I, I also think, too, that because I have a fear of it, I tend to attract people who have gone through it. Maybe to squash that fear, maybe to help others and in turn helping traumatized aspects of my past lives, right? Who knows? When we're in this place of really seeing the connections between everything and in a sense disconnecting from the reality that we once knew, we can get taken advantage of, especially by the dark side. So we raise our vibration. We're taking a look at the fourth dimensional plane of existence. We're seeing that everything we are creating, everything is aligned in exactly a specific way for a reason. 
And when we're in that frequency, when we're in that vibration, it's very easy for a dark being, for a dark entity to swoop in and to fuck with us, <laughs> for, for lack of a better word. And unfortunately, this is what I've seen with psychosis over and over and over again is these entities coming in, taking a look at someone who has just burst open their third eye and swooping in and messing with them. Turn the light switch on. Okay, turn it off. Okay, turn it on. Turn it off. And at first, it begins with a testing, right? The entities are testing this person to see how willing are they to listen to me. This is a problem. This is a huge problem. Because your spirit guides, the beings of light, would never, first of all, test you. And secondly, would never, ever, ever, ever tell you to do anything. Like one time I was doing a group reading and this guy who kept coming back to my groups, and he's probably listening right now. So, hey, what's up? You know who you are. You know, it broke my heart because he told me, he said, last year, my spirit guides told me to take this course that was going to better me. Now, at first, I'm like, okay, cool. I could definitely see a spirit guide suggesting something that could better you. Yep. He's like, I, I spent all of my money on this course. I said, well, how, how much was the course? And he's like, $30,000. And my mind was blown. And that's immediately when I started questioning, there is no way your spirit guides would ever tell you to spend all of your savings on something external to you. Your spirit guides are of the light. Yes, they are still embodied and they are still, in a sense, separate from source, but they do have your best interest in mind and they are of the light, which means that A, they would never tell you to do anything and B, they would never put you in a situation that would cause more stress, more fear, more anxiety, which is draining your savings. They just would never do that. My spirit guides have never, never told me to do anything. And when I've asked them specifically to tell me what to do, they still refuse to tell me <laughs> because our spirit guides are here for our own free will. They're here to promote our own choices. They would never tell you, listen to Elizabeth April all the time. They wouldn't. Maybe they would help set up some divine alignment to present you with a video of mine so that you can make the choice to watch it or not. Have you ever wanted to talk to interdimensional beings? Have you ever wondered why humans are so important and what your mission is right now today? Well, look no further. Every month, I host a workshop where I channel members from the Galactic Federation of Light and ask them some of the most important questions humanity has ever asked. Join the Galactic Federation Summit today. Tickets for $11 can be found on my website, elizabethapril.com. I also had a really good friend of mine, or have a really good friend of mine, and I mean, same thing, like at a certain point in time, he would walk into a room and his spirit guides, I mean, quote unquote, his spirit guides would say, all right, go sit down on the couch. Okay, stand up, turn the lights off, turn the lights on, go for a walk, eat this, don't eat this, fast for 10 days. 
I, I mean, I, for one, questioned that because once again, your spirit guides would never, ever. And if we took the moment to question, who are you really? You're pretending to be my spirit guide or I'm assuming that you're my spirit guide? Uh Uh-uh. No, they don't do that. They never do that. So this is what I tend to find when we start to lose our grip on reality. We begin to get tested. How far can I go with telling you what to do? How far are you willing to give your power away? How much are you willing to get manipulated? To what extent can I take this? And it gets worse, and it gets worse, and it gets worse. Take off all your clothes. Go run in the street. Praise God. Go, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, kill this person. Jump off a bridge. You know, those kind of things. And so to be in recognition not only of the awareness of your own mind, your own thoughts, and then the recognition, the awareness of the things in your life that are aligned or not aligned is all important, yes. But I think the most important aspect of waking up, the thing that we sometimes skip over when seeking out extrasensory abilities or unity consciousness connections is our own empowerment so many people are so desperate and i and i feel i know that desperation like i feel where these people are at because they wake up and they realize they've been lied to their whole lives they realize that this physical reality is not the only reality they realize that there is so much more and the first and main thing we all want to do is get the fuck out of dodge <laughs> We want to disconnect from this world as quickly as possible because we've been overconnecting to it. We've been feeling anxious and depressed and restless our whole lives. And now we realize this is why we feel this way. So all we want is the good feelings of connecting to anything else other than this. And I get it. I totally, I've been there. I've been there. But if you're not clear on the fact that you can say yes or no at any time in your entire life, then you are going to very easily be tested and taken advantage of within your new conscious awareness, within your new leveling up. That God frequency, that mastery frequency, that creator frequency, that is the frequency of being able to come into different and lower dimensions and play the game and cook yourself a beautiful meal And then go meditate and tap into the 12th dimension. That is a mastery level. And you are the only one that gets to make those choices. So I want to ask you right now, because you are listening to this and, and maybe you have zero connection to psychosis or really anything I'm talking about. I think we've all felt these aspects, felt these things at different varying degrees. But I want to ask you, do you feel confident making decisions? How are you with making decisions? Now, I'll mention that if you are more of a divine masculine energy, you will be almost sometimes overconfident in making decisions to the point where you make a rash or impulsive decision and you regret it later. If you're more divine feminine, you will weigh out all of your options and you will most likely make a decision based on an emotion 
Or you'll be so caught up in between the overwhelm of all of the emotions, you find it extremely difficult to make any decisions, like what to eat off of a menu, or where to live in the world, or what have you. All right? I find that having a balance between divine masculine and feminine when making decisions is really the best place to be. Now, I ask you this question about decision making because that really tells me tells me nothing because I can't hear you, but it tells you a lot about how strong you are when it comes to navigating higher and different frequencies. So if someone were to come into your life, say, for example, a complete stranger on the street, and they were to walk up to you and say, I hate your sweater, and I think you look fat in it. And I just, I use the example of fat. I hate that word. Like I really, and I even hate the word hate. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. But I don't like, I don't like even the word fat. And the reason why is because society has created this dynamic where we all feel like we need to fit into a mold. Okay. Fuck the mold. Fuck society. But I'm using this as an example because I know that we've all been indoctrinated to think that being skinny is somehow better, (laughs) which is bullshit, right? But I want to bring up this example because most likely it's going to be triggering to almost every single one of you, which once again should teach us and show us how effed up society really is and these cultural norms. Okay. So someone were to walk up to you saying, you look overweight in that sweater. It's awful on you. What's your reaction to that? Are you going to go home and never wear that sweater again? Are you going to go home and pretend that that never happened? Are you going to spite the person and wear that sweater more often than not? This is a very crude example of how the energies and entities in other realms work with us. You can think about them as being bullies. Why does a bully bully, right? It goes back to the saying, hurt people hurt other people. That's what it comes down to. Abusers have been abused. Dark entities are just hurting. I have crossed over a lot of spirits, a lot of stuck spirits. I have come face to face with some of the darkest, scariest, most degrading, abusive, I mean, creepy, crazy entities you could ever possibly imagine. And when I stay with them long enough, I start to realize that they are just broken. They are just separate from source. They are just hurting. And they want us as human beings to hurt just as much as they do. They want us to move away from the source as they do. And when we are conflicted, when we are in doubt, when we are confused, when we are unable to make clear choices for ourselves to know what we want, No matter what it is, no matter if it's when we want to eat or what we want to eat or who we want to be with, if we can't make these basic rudimentary choices that are in alignment to our highest vibration, we are vulnerable. And you may be sitting there thinking, fuck EA, I'm vulnerable. And that's okay. That is one. Actually, as a matter of fact, it's beautiful that you're recognizing that because it is upon recognizing your own vulnerabilities, your own freedom or lack thereof, that will allow you to never get taken advantage of. Understand your limitations and they will never be limitations again. 
That is truly how energy works. So what am I saying here? What am I, what am I getting at? Have a balance between connecting to the synchronicities in your reality and listening. And have a balance to also listen to your physical body, to also listen to your physical reality, not just the spiritual. Do not give your power away to the physical, to that sweater that <laughs> maybe is a little tight on you after quarantine. But also don't give your power away to the energies that be because you think that they're telling you something. Balance with where you're focusing, balance with what you're listening to, balance with your actions. But then also like be aware of where you're at and what you need and what your boundaries are as far as saying no. When you are presented with a bully, which I think at this point, society is a bully to us, all of us, no matter what your choices are. When we are presented with a bully, when we are presented with a psychic attack, when we are presented with a dark entity, choose the light. If you are wavering, they, whoever they is, will pick up on that and manipulate that. So how do we not be wavering in this dynamic, in this society, in this reality at this time? Always choose unconditional love, which means have compassion for the bully. Have compassion for the government. Have compassion for the elites. Have compassion for your ignorant friends and family. Understand that you were once there too, and that that is okay. Trust that you woke up and that they will too. Trust that you are on this planet for a new beginning, not to witness an end. Be steadfast in your knowing. Choose more of a connection to light. Shed that unconditional love on others. And if you do not yet feel unconditionally loving towards yourself, then push everyone away all other influences, until you do feel that ultimate unconditional love for yourself, for the world, for the dark side, for the agendas, for the conspiracy theorists. Hold love in your heart for all of them. And when you do, I promise, I guarantee, you will feel so fucking liberated. And I, and I want to mention too, when you get to that point where you can have and hold that unconditional frequency for everything and everyone, it's, at this point, unsustainable. It's okay if you dip and when you dip back down. That is not uncalled for. That is not a crazy thought. That is not a punishment that you are putting on yourself. That is okay. <laughs> I do that all the time. Almost every day I'm dipping and coasting and riding the wave of where I'm at. I'm grateful for the aspect of feeling the darkness. I'm grateful for feeling fear and uncertainty and doubt. And I am even more grateful for being able to transmute that fear, uncertainty, and doubt into a higher frequency, into a loving frequency. So I hope that this podcast kind of started off in a different direction, ended off in a really beautiful divine one, but I hope that you got something incredible from this and that it's a beautiful reminder that you are exactly where you need to be. I definitely recommend checking out my Galactic Federation summits that happen on the 11th of every single month. 
This is where I channel interdimensional beings from different dimensions and receive information from them about where humanity is at and what we need to know right now at this time. Other than that, go ahead and subscribe to my channel on YouTube, check out my Instagram for daily updates about my life, and uh, other than that, thank you for being here. Share this episode with the ones that you love. Help the world ascend and awaken and understand that it's okay to be in between. But ultimately, we all need to find our own strength within, not in a $30,000 program, because you already have the answers, starseeds. And until next time, I will see you all in the fifth dimension frequency.